Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Good morning. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ. Monday, the 19th of September, and it's just after 6 o'clock. Welcome in. Hope you've had a great weekend. Family, friends, eating good food. Oh, just relaxing, enjoying yourselves. Neeps and shaking his head. He had a good weekend. He graduated on the weekend. Congratulations, brother. All that hard work, mahi, paying off, eh? How was your weekend, mate? Tell us. Oh, it's it very large, boys, very large. I'm feeling a bit sorry <laughs> for myself this morning, but nah, awesome weekend. Had the rents out in town until about 3 o'clock in the morning, so I can't complain, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. Congratulations, eh? All that hard work coming off. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Got your that. ticket. So uh, the kitchen will be flying this morning. The kitchen will be flying this morning. Kempe, he's up there in Kitty Kitty. Beautiful backdrop there, mate. Morena to you, Kempe. Morena, brother. Morena, yeah. The rain's just about to come in up here. I don't know what the weather's like down there. Your moat might be full, mate, by the end of this week, apparently, <laughs> with a bit of rain coming in. But, um... Nam Neeps, uh, congratulations, brother, on that. Uh, and, and also to Joe, picked up a scholarship, is he, on the weekend? Yeah. Uh, for the work that he does in the racing. So the, the kitchen's on fire at the moment. I'm just wondering when our, our, our prizes, mate, our, what are they, Logies? <laughs> are they called Logies, are they, for the best breakfast show coming in? Oh, <laughs> mate, they don't, they, don't, they, get, they don't give away any feel-good prizes at the moment. But, mate, we'll just keep flying. <laughs> we'll just keep flying. Oh, there's a message coming through. Don't you start. It's too early for that. Oh, you people going to get hounded all day about this. I was fully confident that the Hawks Bay were going to defend the Shield, oh, but no. I feel sorry for you. What happened to the Bay? Let's go the Lions. Rawr. From an unknown Texan. Leave your number. Eh? Uh, look, it's bound to come to an end one day. 14 defences. Uh, held it since 2020. Get that? 2020. Going through this whole COVID situation and... Uh, yeah, just weren't able to get the job done. But anyway, well done to Wellington. Well done to Wellington, Kempe. And on that, we've got Duplessis Karifi coming on after 8 o'clock. Their first time uh, getting uh, winning the, tra- uh, the Shield since 2008. 2008, and Duplessis Karifi would have been a young little pup back then. There's a photo put up, and, well, Dane Coles looked like an absolute bubba just leaving school. So that's been how long it's since... Uh, Wellington have won the Shield, playing in their 100th uh, Shield match. So, uh, awesome. awesome. Well done to them, and, and well done to Hawke's Bay, mate. Hell of an effort, and, a, and a united a city, Hawke's Bay people, man. The best fans, 8,000 there on uh, over the weekend to, to witness that. So, 
This wasn't meant to be, so we'll celebrate and we'll talk to Captain Duplessis Karifi after 8 o'clock. And, uh, well, yesterday, to start the show, we're going to talk some boxing because yesterday we had Canelo versus Triple DG, the trilogy. And this weekend, our very own Joseph Parker takes on Joe Joyce in a doozy. Stephen Mulhausen, yeah, writer for Design Boxing, will join the show just after 7 o'clock to break down Canelo. Triple G fight and leading into this weekend a big fight for our very own there, Kempe. So looking forward to that. And then championing our champions. Our next guest is all of that. Michael Voss just competed and won his third consecutive Rotorua Marathon over the weekend. Michael Voss will join the show around 7.40 to talk about that. Two hours, 29 minutes. Ooh, that is, a, that is pretty quick. It's pain. <laughs> Yuck, mate. And he's gonna go. He's a builder too, full-time builder. So he's gonna go back on the building site, mate. But uh, well done, well done to him. Uh, Kimpy, how was your weekend? Oh, pretty, pretty quiet, really. Um, yeah, just doing a bit of uh, mahi up here and, and mucking around, mm-hmm. mate. Just uh, yeah, needed to, needed to take some with the footy season, take some time out. You know, with the footy season, it gets pretty busy. You know, you're commentating during the weekends and and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, catching up on a bit of sleep and relaxing. The weather was been beautiful on the weekend, man. I, I don't know what it was like down there in Otatahi, but uh, up here in uh, Tenota, it was steaming hot, steaming hot. But apparently, there's another uh, big, big de- uh, deluge of rain coming through. Deluge of rain coming through. So um, yeah, I wish it was coming through on Saturday, mate. We might have just picked another 50 meters up on the on the oh. straight now. I had, uh, had some jam on our toast this morning, some nice jam. <laughs> Jeez, mate, I'm still getting over it. I wake up this morning and I'm just thinking, yeah. mate, just give us like a, a jump. Like a, <laughs> just a, jump, a, mate. A real good jump, mate, and you win by a length. <laughs> so, nah, the oh. old jam, mate, good boy, good boy. Mate, gave away, Al told me, gave away eight kilos. You know, it was, I think the winner was carrying 51, so our boy, um, our boy, he had 62 with, with a claimer on it, so we were carrying 59. But what an effort. I'll just say I was pretty happy with it, um, but didn't get the chocolates. Mate, he was flying home, flying. And I was like, oh, we got this. We got this. Come on, Jamie. Come on, Jamie. And then the finish line just comes so quick. I was thinking, what? I'm sure like it takes a while for the finish line to come on. But no, you're right. 200 more metres would have won that. And, mate, honestly, just give me a, a morning of jam. Man, he'll jump out of that yeah. gate. He'll jump <laughs> out of that him. gate, mate. I told Al that, mate. I phoned him up. I phoned him up on Saturday night. He was laughing. I said, mate, Izzy wants to just do a bit of work with jam in the gate. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just laughing, mate. You know what Al's like. Oh, mate. But uh, it was good. It was a good weekend of watching uh, good horse racing. Animo, Zugotcha. A uh, couple of Kiwi horses, course on Mav, mate. Nature Strip, mm. course on Mav. You know the Kiwi horse going over and then went in the Group One. Um, so some beautiful racing and some beautiful sport, Kimpy. And no doubt we're going to talk some league later on in the show because I don't know. I had a, a pretty underwhelming semis, you know, prelim semis because wow, they just got they a hidings. Eh? The, the Sharks got a hiding, <laughs> and the Raiders yeah, just they- didn't really fire a shot. They played out how they were meant to play out. You know, Parramatta always hard to beat at this stadium. Um, Mitchell Moses yeah. played and played outstandingly. 
Dylan Brown had one of those games, you know, where he bounced back from a pretty average effort the week before. Dylan Brown, mate, on fire, absolutely on fire. And Cronulla just not enough, not enough turnaround. You know, that 92-minute epic against uh, the Cowboys just took too much out of them. And South, mate, when they're on a roll, you know, this is a big game this weekend, South Penrith, the, the yep. last, year's, last year's final. Um, geez, you've got you to think of... You know, that South may be a chance because just the way that they they got past Sydney City and then handed it uh, mm. handed it to them on the weekend. It was yeah, Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker. Might like to have them in my team at the moment. It makes me wonder if Cody Walker gets picked for the Australian team. You know, I know that they I know that they've got Munster um, penciled in at that five eight, but Cody Walker deserves to be in that in that side. You know what I mean? So for the World Cup, um, and you'd want to see him at the World Cup too because he could the kid can play football. So oh, I, I thought I thought uh, just so much on at the moment is wherever you turn to look for yeah. sport. This mate, you can't keep up. You had the Ranfurly Shield playing. Mm. Um, you had the NRL finals. You had the boxing going on. You had all the Group One races. Uh, going on, then you're trying to keep up with what's happening in the in the netball. You know, you're mm. following Joe Parker. You know, it's just uh, just so much with the, uh, it's that time of the year where any 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 part of the day you can pick something up and read in depth about an event that's happening. I'm not even talking about the ra- the car racing, mate. Like there's yeah. all sorts happening all over the place. Yeah, it's all happening. You're dead right there, Kempe. There's lots of sport on and lots of racing. I had a great Saturday day. We had, till we had a birthday, we come home. We had about six of Arlo's daycare mates. They come around and uh, they were all running around. I just sat in front of that telly, just flicking through the channels, having a wee dabble and winning a couple and then uh, giving a couple back. But anyway, it was a, it was a good weekend, family filled and, and just watching uh, lots of sport. And just on that league, Kempe, yeah, I, was, I, was, I was listening to Craig Fitzgibbon post that uh, game, and he is pretty deflated, eh? Pretty down in the dumps with what, what he just witnessed. He's going to go away, and, you know, after the season they've had, they had an opportunity to go forward, and, and they put in an effort like that and, and, and obviously uh, get, get a hiding. But you're dead right. The the, the Rabbitohs, they are class. I'm picking them to go all the way. Picking them to go all the way. I'm, I'm picking them Cowboys final. Oh yeah, Mark will be happy that you're doing that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you down, Mark. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah, look, you you'd, pick, you'd be a brave. You you'd, uh, you'd be a brave man to back against us. Look, I, I still think it's Penrith to lose. I still think that's the game um, of the finals so far. That's the way that they stepped up against Parramatta in game one and absolutely smashed them. If you look at how Parramatta's bounced back, you know, and and. Um, the way that Penrith had, had dealt to them in week one, it's still Penrith to lose. So this weekend, it's a must-watch, South Penrith. Yeah. I mean, like, like South, they complained last year, Latrell Mitchell getting uh, suspended, not playing in the finals. They're saying if, he, if he's there, they win the final. And well, guess what? This week you're playing, and he's playing well, mate. You know, the news came out last night too that they'd signed Latrell to an extended contract. Um, and plenty of talk in the NRL about the first $2 million players... What? All week, they reckon they reckon very shortly they're going to announce the first two million dollar player, and the talk is that it's Cameron Munster. That Cameron Munster's oh. going to lo- uh, leave Melbourne, and he's going to be the first two million dollar player. So, wow. watch the space. 
I thought Latrell Mitchell would have picked that up first, but they said last night that he signed an extended contract. They haven't named a figure. Um, but, yep, now we're talking serious coin, mate, in rugby league if you wanted to be a rugby league player. Well, I've been working in the background on, on Cammy Munster, <laughs> the Gimpy. I've been working on Munster. Good man, get him on, get him on. Firing a few few little DMs his way. He's a good man, he's a good man, and having a, having a good chat with him. And then towards the end, I was like, hey, bro, I host the radio show in the NZ. Are you keen to come on? And he's like, yeah, bro, keen to come have a chat. Yeah, keen. So I'll just keep working away in the back room and and hopefully, yeah, uh, get hopefully we can get Cam get Cam Munster two million dollars. What what does that set for the NRL, Kempi? There's no coming back. Once they go over that mark and they step into that area, that's the new norm. That is the new norm. Was that just a one off? Nah, nah, it would become the new norm. It's like the the Daily Cherry Evan ten year contract, the Jason Tomalolo ten year million dollar contracts. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just if they sign a a a deal anywhere near AFL at four billion dollars, mate, two million dollars is just part of part and parcel of what you're going to have to pay for a marquee player. And um, gee, you'd want to have a stable if you were a player agent of five eights and fullbacks at the moment because they'd be the Whoa. first you know people off the block. It goes to Goes to ask, where's Tom Trebojevic situated in that? What happens to um, not only Munster, but Nathan Cleary, you know what I mean? Like, oh. does he go up to, to, to that type of money? Uh, mm. It's a big chunk out of your salary cap. means the salary cap's going to have to move if you're going to pay people that. Uh, so, yeah, got to be... The, the, obviously, all the normal conversation comes out of it, like... Yeah, don't throw your kitchen sink at one player. It's going to wreck your salary cap. You're not going to be able to buy other players and compete in the competition. Um, it's all good talking points. Um, but you know what happens when there's that type of coin floating around, then players, they forget about playing and they all about the money. And that's the Ash Taylor syndrome, isn't it? You know, Ash Taylor signs that million-dollar contract and doesn't play well when he signs it and, and now he's he's retired, you know. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm still... I'm sitting on the fence with it at the moment, and I, I won't believe it until it actually happens because I still think I'm, probably 1.2 is probably the highest at the moment um, by all yep. accounts in the NRL. So it's a fair jump, another 800 grand a season. 800k. Um, but you never know. You never know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Dolphins uh, unfold. It's going to be a tough couple of years, I'm predicting, for them. But on the other side, Storm, Kempe, before we get a shoot off and get it for our can't wait question of the day, the Storm, they've lost. Um, they use, they're losing Smith. They lose if they lose, um, obviously uh, Cammy Munster. It's a huge loss for them. They still don't. They've got Jerome Hughes. He's he's obviously their their key player. Without Pappenhausen, I feel like their their fullback uh, situation struggled. So the Storm mate always been there or thereabouts. They always had strength. They're gonna be. They're gonna struggle if they lose those. They're, they're definitely losing Brandon. But if they lose Munster, that's gonna be tough. Come back from that. Does the factory yeah, well, bring re- someone else out? Uh, yeah, called called Dylan Brown. I reckon Dylan Brown ends up Ooh. in Melbourne. So there's talk, there's talk about that happening too at the moment. So, you know, Bellamy's the, Bellamy's the go-to guy there, eh? Uh, although Munster's leaving, by all accounts, Bellamy's come out and said that next year is probably his last year. I think if Bellamy goes, it's really important that the next signing for the coach... Um, holds that club together well. Well, you know, if you lose Munster and Bellamy, man, then we're talking. We're talking major changes. So, uh, at this stage, 
yeah, maybe Munster does go to the to the Dolphins and maybe Dylan Brown because Dylan, Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses are off contract at the moment. They're checking out the market, and um, you know Dylan Brown he might he might he might sort of you know pick up his pick up his bags and head down there if Munster goes because he'll get paid paid Munster's coin. I'm not too sure. So it's a real interesting space at the moment. Always this time of the year. It's always this time of the year. Always this time of the year. And one thing with the Storm, when they've lost players and players have moved on, they've always unearthed new uh, new stars to that team. But I think this one might be a different story if they lose those players. Anyway, a quick wee update on the Heartland Championship over the weekend. North Otago beating Hora Whanua Kapiti 89-23. You've got Buller taking on... Buller taking on Thames Valley. They lost 52-12. And get this one, Kempi. Nati Pro East Coast beating the West Coast over the weekend. 29-27, mate. They are having a solid season as the Nati Pro East Coasters. Ed from Tolaga be up and about for that one. Heavy loving Mid Canterbury. <laughs> Mid Canterbury losing to King Country 34-22. Poverty Bay. Poverty Bay taking on Wanganui. They lost 32-24, so a solid effort from the Poverty Bay team. And then you've got Wairapa Bush taking on South Canterbury, and they're losing 73-19. South Canterbury, well, they're undefeated. Top of the log, 24 points. Whanganui, 21. Thames Valley, the Swamp Fox is 20. And North Otago, 17. But get this, in seventh position, East Coast, a team that struggled for years. Uh, sitting in seventh, uh, seventh position on 14 points. So there you go. Heartland Championship flying. You did right, Kempi Sport, on our channels all over the shop. Proud, it's flying. Well done. Well done to East Coast. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.